Hello, and welcome to Overanalyzing Survivor. I'm your host, Matt. And I'm JR. Join us as we dig deep into various topics about survival. So for today, we're going to be continuing breaking down of Survivor 43 with its 11th episode. So we start with the aftermath of the previous tribal. Sammy gets caught in a lie, basically. <laughs> he was left out of the vote, him and Owen and Noel. And people were wondering who voted for Carla. And he initially lied that it wasn't him. And he actually pointed at Gabler, which Jesse knew for a fact that Gabler didn't vote for Carla. <laughs> And then he eventually... How do you, wait, who knew for a fact? Jesse. And he knew how? Because Gabler was told... Because Gabler was part of their plan in the previous episode. I mean, yes, but also he doesn't really know for a fact. Is just what I'm saying, right? Like, Gabler could... Yeah, I guess. I mean, there's no reason for him to, but it's also like he could have. Yeah. <laughs> He's just confident that it's not Gabler. Yeah. <laughs> So, early on in this episode, Sammy is playing questionably. <laughs> Who's the youngest who won Survivor? Or not who? How old, roughly? It doesn't have to be the exact number. 25? 21. Yeah, 21. And I guess this whole Sammy wanting to be the 19-year-old winning Survivor, mm-hmm. I think it's not... I guess there's that, that people don't want the young person to win, maybe. I don't know. It wasn't even a factor here, even if he looked like he was, what did he say, 22? 23, I think. Or yeah, whatever. But this was never even really a factor. I think the biggest factor here is the the inexperience actually shows. Yeah. Where the, he had no reason to lie here. Mm-hmm. And in tribal, he also had no reason to play shot in the dark, which is, was like, Basically, it wasn't an adult decision. Mm-hmm. Like, one in a six chance is, you know, an okay chance. But there was really no strong reason to do it. Which, like, I think an older, even a slightly older, more mature person wouldn't do that. So, I think it's, like, a big part of why there aren't, like, 18, 19 years old winning is that you need a certain level of maturity for the decisions, right? So, yeah, it just was very apparent in this episode. Well, in the tribal one, it's possible that he had a feeling that he was in danger because people weren't talking to him during the day. But he could have just not told anyone he was doing it, right? Like, he didn't need to... I feel like it was a cocky move or was there strategy to it? Well, there is some strategy to it in that you're kind of making yourself a dangerous person to vote for. I mean, if everyone votes for him, then you told me if everyone just votes for him, it's just going to be a re-vote anyway without him, if he had immunity. Yeah. Then I don't see how how it matters, period. Well, if you know that everyone's voting for him, but if even just one person votes for someone else, then that person goes home. So, yeah, but I think the move is like, oh, someone's really playing and doing shot. Like, I think the move really was to vote for him after he announced it to everyone mm-hmm. and just flipped on everyone. I guess the right move, quote-unquote, is to get the right side of the die. But, <laughs> but like, it's random. So, like, I guess his thing was like, if he got the actual immune die, side of the die, 
it would be a really cool survivor moment. Maybe that's what he was aiming for. It's not actually getting the right side of the die. It's more of getting the right paper. <laughs> oh yeah. Well, oh, it, there's a die, but like you just pull papers. Yeah, you you just put the die into a container and then you take a paper. I guess that so no one can cheat rolling the dice. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, like the point is, I think it, he wanted a cool moment or something. Mm-hmm. But. That's where I say that's the immaturity because is it really worth sacrificing the chance for a million dollars for a one in a six mm-hmm. chance for a cool moment? It wasn't even a 50-50, right? So there you go. It's just, I feel like an older Sammy wouldn't do that. Yeah. Or maybe he would. <laughs> I don't know. But yeah. Then we hear from Gabler talking to Owen and he says that he has a plan to the final three. So <laughs> that's interesting. We haven't really heard much strategy from him, but he kind of came to life in the last episode. <laughs> oh, there was this early on? Yeah. Oh, I forgot about it. <laughs> Probably a few minutes after the Sammy part. <laughs> oh, yeah. I forgot about it for some reason. <laughs> and then he says that he's hiding in plain sight, which you did point out a few times already. <laughs> in terms of not including the final vote, Carla and Gabler are kind of in the same position. Not including the final vote. Vote-wise, I think more people are voting for Carla for sure. Mm-hmm. But yeah, like the getting to final three, they're kind of both there, I think. I think. Mm, yeah. Then we hear about Owen's frustration that apparently that he hasn't voted correctly since they voted out Mariah. <laughs> which I but, haven't been keeping track, but... <laughs> I mean, which also doesn't... Does that matter as long as you're still there? I, that's what I don't get. It does because like if you're sitting at the end with someone who voted for the right person in every single tribal they went to, people would assume that that person was playing better strategically at least. Will they know? Well, if Will you're... Will the jury know? Likely the, that person would point it out <laughs> during the Oh, because you have like a 15-minute speech or something. Yeah. Ah... Uh, Oh, do you actually say that? Like, I voted for you, I voted for you, even though it sounds like, like, I know it's, you're convincing them how good, how well you played, but do people actually do that where they, you point out how you outplayed them, even though it might piss them off? There's a way to do it that you won't piss them off. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I guess I'm just, sure. Yeah. Right. But, but yeah, people do it. Yeah. Mm. And particularly in this quote unquote new era, People respect strategy more. So. <laughs> I mean, he could also just not keep saying it out loud and people <laughs> might not notice, is the thing, right? Or yeah. he could have just said he's always willing to vote for the split vote. I'm sure there's a lot of ways to spin it, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. He was just frustrated. <laughs> I, I really don't get how, how he's still frustrated because he's still in the game. <laughs> so I don't know. Then on the other side of that, we actually learned that. At least according to Sammy, he says that he hasn't voted wrongly before that Noel vote. Then we get a kind of montage thing for Sammy and he says that he's doing it for his mom. So, oh, sweet. <laughs> <laughs> then we get Sammy and Carla talking and then Sammy actually, is this a good, yeah, it is a good play, right? <laughs> that he lied to Carla telling Carla that Cassidy was the one who threw out Carla's name. No, I think it was a... Uh... Lucky? <laughs> I think it was a bad play. Which coincidentally worked. Because <laughs> what if Carla didn't believe you and just 
confronted Cassidy and Cassidy it would have been easy for Cassidy to tell the truth because mm. she was gonna just tell the truth right it would be easier to convince someone yeah. when you don't have to lie about it uh-huh. and then that would have just gotten Sammy both without anyone yeah. I guess it wouldn't have mattered but but yeah yeah basically he got oh lucky. maybe that's why he played shot in the dark because of that move and he, he felt like he was in danger kinda oh he thought that his lie didn't work maybe he thought that people were pretending that it worked. Mm. <laughs> so yeah, I guess that made some sense. But I just think it would just would have been better not to have done that. <laughs> so it's like three or four things that he did recklessly this episode, right? <laughs> anyway, yeah. yeah. <laughs> then we find out that the reason that that lie worked was because in the previous... Well, it's a scene that happened in the previous episode, but we didn't see it then. But... Apparently, Carla had told Cassidy about her idol. So, there is reason for Cassidy to turn on her. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> I just also think everyone knows about that idol anyway, right? Well, they no, but prob- Carla doesn't know. They probably don't know 100% that Carla has it, but... Oh, because she could have not completed the beads. Yeah. Mm, I guess, yeah. yeah. But I also think Carla doesn't really trust Cassidy, right? Do you think she does? I think it's more of a convenience thing. Yeah. yeah. No, but like trust-wise, do you yeah. think she actually trusts her? I mean, obviously everyone's gonna eventually flip on you. That's just normal. But do you think she actually, you know? Yeah, no. <laughs> right, so yeah. <laughs> Or I don't know, we, we could obviously be wrong. Yeah. But that's at least what we think. Yeah, because based on what we've seen in the show, Cassidy doesn't look like The type of person that you would trust. Yeah, because she gets mad. She flips it on things. Mm-hmm. Then we kind of fast forward to the next day where they're watching the sunrise. And then as they're doing that, a boat approaches. You mentioned that you think they did that so that the boat would be a silhouette. When was the challenge? Was it this day or this next, uh, next another day? Probably a few hours after this. I think maybe they did it because of the... Which is great cinema work, by the way. I mean, it might be unintentional. <laughs> but because what happened is the boatman essentially was just a silhouette, like backlit. Mm-hmm. It was a silhouette, but the players weren't. It looked like uh, like the Japanese, like people wearing black are just in the background mm. kind of thing. So, it, I mean, it was also golden hour, so the shot looked great. But the reason I ask about the challenge is they might have done that so that there's enough time Because let's say that's like 5 a.m. or mm-hmm. 6. I don't know how the sun works in Fiji. in Fiji. But let's say that's 6 a.m. They might have done that so they find it by before lunch. So they had like six hours to look for it. And then the challenge might be like 2 p.m. or something. Yeah, because they needed to do it during the transition of low tide to high tide. Yeah, no, they had to do it where it got the peak tide, mm. the peak high tide, which is, if I'm not mistaken, it's twice a day. Mm-hmm. Or it might be four times. I'm not sure. I think it might be twice. Mm-hmm. So it's like 2 a.m. and 2 p.m. Or something mm-hmm. like that. Or whatever that thing is. I think it's 12 hours apart. I forgot. I used to know this, but not anymore. But but yeah. So yeah. they might have scheduled it that way. So it could have been the other way around where the challenge could have been. Where they could have given the thing a day before. And the challenge was early. But I think like scheduling-wise, this just worked. And coincidentally, they got a great shot. <laughs> 
So the boatman came with a piece of paper which basically said that there's an advantage hidden in your jungle. Go. <laughs> Why wasn't th- that just three mil? I mean, I get it's more dramatic and yeah. everything, but but is there a reason or like it's because people might not check three mil or they just wanted the dramatic? Yeah, I think it's just, just for the yeah for the drama. Yeah, you think they told them to run afterwards? <laughs> like here's the go run, find it. I think that's more of the natural reaction. <laughs> I think what like everyone said, normally people don't even look for it. Yeah, right. but this time, like everyone just ran. Or has this happened before? Yeah, it has happened before. Was it also a an idol or an advantage? Similar, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I guess. I guess people are used to it. Well, I guess you could be kind of sneaky about it. Like I don't care, and then just go. <laughs> but since mm. people are looking around, there's really no. Yeah. yeah, I mean, yeah. Like I said, like once the first one goes, everyone's gonna go. Mm-hmm. And then we get a lot of scenes of people missing the. Envelope thing right in front of their face. I mean, it was the same color as the bark, to be fair. But also, it had like a green. I guess the green might have been the same color as leaves too. But it was just super close the whole time. Is the only thing. Yeah, and the camera is right there, so so you know they might because they do that a lot, right? So yeah. I get it, but it's also it might be a big jungle. Yeah, or it might not be. I think they're restricted to a. Well, let's answer that. Does it seem like they're restricted to a small part of the jungle? Because it looks like they are. Probably, yeah. Right? Because like, I can't imagine how hard it is to look for that if it were a big jungle. Or it could be one small island. Or it's still like the size of that island. It, I can't even guarantee that people will find that in a day if it's that whole island, right? Mm-hmm. I feel like they're restricted to just like one tenth of that island or something. Yeah. Like, they probably say it's for cameras or something, or like there's nothing to find. I don't know. But, or maybe just there's a producer instruction saying that the thing is close to the path because mm-hmm. all of them are looking in the path. Yeah. But yeah, it just feels like it should be a lot harder if it's a bigger island. Mm-hmm. So eventually, Cody finds the advantage and he manages to actually get it without anyone noticing. So, hmm. <laughs> I mean, he tried hard. So. Yeah. <laughs> it wasn't easy. And then the advantage turns out to be, it's a new advantage. It's the choose your champion where you bet on who will win the immunity challenge. And if you get it correct, you are also immune. On the kind of rating of advantages, this isn't the most exciting, but I guess it works. (laughs) It has the most secret factor. Mm. where like you don't know until someone actually mentions it that they voted for the right person and people don't know what's going on. I think it gives the most chaos in the voting in tribal compared to like anything else. Yeah, because even if they chose wrong, people would kind of think not to vote for them, right? (laughs) Or like, you know, you give them one vote. I don't know. But yeah, I think it's the... The benefit of the doubt thing that he might be immune. Yeah. So we find out that the challenge, which we we already knew that this is the challenge because it's in the previous episode's preview. But so it's the last gasp. They also gave a also gave a very specific clue in the thing, right? That it was the last gasp. They actually said that it's that challenge. I don't know. Maybe they felt like they needed to do that, so you have a better chance of picking the champion. Yeah. 
I think that's a point. That is the point. But my point is, I think they felt like they needed to do that versus just letting you guess. Mm. I mean, I guess at this point, Owen might just be the choice anyway, even if you didn't know. Hmm. So if you didn't know what the challenge was? I would choose Owen. Actually, no. I would have chose Sammy, but I just did It's because I didn't realize he was losing all of the challenges. Ah, yeah. Which was mentioned later on. Because like, based on physicality, Sammy looks like, yeah, he's the pick. But apparently, he's been, he's always the first one out yeah. of all the challenges. We just didn't notice because we were, because of course, you, you forget sometimes and just look at what's going on. But yeah, now that it's mentioned, like he is like, doesn't want to do challenges. Like, I don't want to hold on to that bucket. Like, stuff like that, right? So, yeah. I, it just wasn't apparent. Yeah, I guess Owen is the pick. Yeah. So, there. <laughs> if it wasn't Cody who got it, it would have been Cody or Owen. So, mm. and when you, when you say last gasp and you know Cody is a surfer, then you can go Cody. Yeah. <laughs> so, it's a big clue for everyone else. But for Cody, there wasn't any other choice anyway. The challenge is basically all of the survivors are under a grating. The challenge is designed so that the tide will gradually rise, making it harder for you to breathe. I guess they didn't, production didn't anticipate that someone would be able to beat, <laughs> to stay there for three hours. <laughs> I mean, I feel like, the, like what I mentioned when we were watching, I feel like, like the first 45 minutes wasn't a thing. Mm. Like the tide was was low, and they just skipped to I think one around one hour ish because mm-hmm. it felt like that. But it's also maybe I don't know how they did design that, but it's not lasting three hours. It's lasting the tide. Yeah, because you saw how fast everyone just was like I'm out. <laughs> <laughs> right, so I get it. It's just that if it were like four people who stayed, then okay, now what do we do? <laughs> Before, if there were ties, they would do a tiebreaker thing. But I guess in this situation, what would be your tiebreaker? <laughs> Who can hold their breath the longest or something? It could be like go down, like go underwater and hold your breath. Right? Yeah. If there were four, because this was two. So and like, I guess the Jeff decision of, okay, let's just give it to both of them mm-hmm. happened, right? But if there were like four of them, then what do you do? Yeah. Right. Then, then, then that's suddenly a problem. So then you have you think, need to think about tiebreaker on the spot. So yeah, yeah, this made sense. When we were talking about it in the previous episode, you said that this looked dangerous, but now you said that it's apparently not that dangerous. I felt like the water would have started higher, mm. and then would go like feet above them, and they would like super be needing to force to breathe. Mm-hmm. Whereas what actually happened here was like it started really low, like a couple of feet maybe, mm-hmm. and then it rose up, and they were like, "Okay, I just need to tie my breath, and I'm fine." Yeah. Versus like I'm willing to die to win this challenge. <laughs> no, first of all, no one do that. But second, like I wouldn't be surprised if someone tried it then, mm-hmm. and they had to rescue or whatever. But they were playing it safe because yeah, I just expected this to be a lot more, not a lot more difficult, but people trying a lot harder yeah but I guess people are just I don't, I'm not gonna die for money yeah. which is the right thing to do <laughs> and yeah I guess that's it for me it is a very difficult challenge still especially when the tide was already above the grating and then you could actually see people blowing water out of their nose and stuff <laughs> I mean you just cover your nose 
Yeah. <laughs> Which is what Carla did. Yeah. Because like, for people who are not into going into the water a lot, if you had that position where your head is not upright, mm-hmm. uh, if you go underwater, the water can go into your nose even if you don't, you, you don't breathe in. Mm-hmm. So the right move would be to cover your nose. Yeah. Just the whole time and just breathe through your mouth. That way it's also... If you taste salt water, then you probably should start in, stop inhaling, right? <laughs> and it also makes it easier to inhale and exhale, technically, which shouldn't be that much of a factor. But it would, yeah, make it easier to breathe. Because the, the problem with breathing to your mouth, in and out, which is why people don't do it when you're doing physical activities, mm. is it dries your mouth, mm. which I don't think is a problem here. So, <laughs> so there you go. <laughs> so, yeah, as we mentioned... Carla and Owen went for three hours and eventually the tide was already going down. So Jeff called it and said that both of them win immunity. Yeah. <laughs> I think this is the first time that players actually technically beat a challenge. <laughs> yeah, that's what Jeff said. So yeah. <laughs> I believe Jeff. <laughs> <laughs> then back at camp, we hear that Cassidy is upset that she tried really hard. She actually lasted two hours. Yeah. So Cassidy was talking to Carla and then we hear from Carla that she's actually targeting Cassidy, which is the result of Sammy's lie that ended up working. <laughs> hmm. Do you think Carla would have done that anyway? It's possible because you don't want someone with information that could ruin your game being around. <laughs> yeah, no, even if she didn't have that information. I don't think so. If she hadn't told Cassidy about the idol, I think the logical target would be if not Sammy, you want to target someone like a Cody or a Jesse if you can. Yeah, but, but assuming you can. Then Sammy. <laughs> yeah, Sammy is like the target. But also like, when does she get rid of... Oh no, because she won't get rid of Cassidy because she will bring it, her to the end because she will win against her. Okay, yeah. Yeah. So it makes sense. So there's talk that Cassidy is a target. But then Jesse thinks up of a plan where they target Sammy, but they don't tell Carla so that Carla votes Cassidy. And then they end up fighting in the next day. So, <laughs> Do you think that'll work? Because how do you know it's Carla who voted for Cassidy? How does Cassidy know that? Well, she won't unless someone tells her. <laughs> right? So I don't think that necessarily will work is the thing. Yeah. <laughs> I think what Jesse's trying to do is just split the boat within basically other people aside from him. Yeah. Right? Which is a good move. But it's just, uh, I don't know. I still don't get why people are not targeting Jesse and Cody. <laughs> yeah, that's the other thing, right? They should have gone for Cody. Especially now that it's getting down in numbers. It's going to get harder and harder to take one of them out or both of them out. I think what you do is just vote out the ones with strong duos, right? Yeah. So I think people could have left Sammy is the thing. Like, I know that was an asshole move and people probably voted out of spite. <laughs> It looked like it. Yeah. <laughs> but, you know, someone should have voted someone else. <laughs> anyway. Yeah. But now they're actually down to two from each original tribe. So, mm-hmm. <laughs> although the Owen Gabler... Well, yeah, I guess Owen and, and Gabler could work together. <laughs> there is, like, no other person that Owen can work with. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I mean, he can, but, like, he could trust. Yeah. And one reason that Jesse wants to target Sammy now is because he's apparently one of the better ones at making fire, which... How does that work again? When does the fire challenge happen? Uh, yeah. 
So for anyone not familiar, starting from Heroes, Healers, Hustlers, they made a forced fire-making challenge at Final Four where the winner of immunity gets to pick who they want to bring to the end and then the remaining two will face off in a fire-making challenge. And then the winner gets the final three. So there's a regular challenge yeah. that can be anything and so, then the winner get, picks another one and then to make a fire-building challenge. Yeah. I mean, okay, but also... Are they sure this is going to happen? Because my point is, if it's not a sure thing anyway, maybe put less weight on that he can build a fire. Mm-hmm. If there's a chance that it might not happen, they probably shouldn't be worrying about that. But if it's a sure thing, then then yeah, they should worry about that, I guess. Yeah. So yeah. Anyway, yeah. So before Tribal, we actually kind of get spoiled of <laughs> Cody shows. <laughs> Which, editing-wise, it kind of, why would you not create that moment where kind of tension and then Jeff opens the paper? And <laughs> I guess maybe there was really no chance that anyone was voting for Cody anyway. So Yeah, maybe because it wouldn't have mattered. Yeah. Or maybe that was the best reveal of who he voted for versus Jeff revealing it. Or maybe mm. they needed they needed to pad time. Because <laughs> if you needed to shorten the episode, if the episode needed to be 42 minutes and it was 43 minutes, then mm. you could have cut that part and just wait for Jeff to show it. Mm-hmm. So maybe maybe the answer is they didn't needed more time. <laughs> yeah. Because <laughs> they did show a lot of stuff here. Like they even showed Sammy showing the dice and yeah. like a lot of stuff that didn't need to be shown. <laughs> so uh, yeah. Yeah, actually, in this episode, they focus more on the looking for the advantage and then the strategizing after the challenge. The tribal and the challenge itself were kind of second tier compared to those things in this episode. So during tribal, Jeff compares the game Survivor to that challenge where you have to survive the tide. And yeah. <laughs> mm. I actually didn't know this. Apparently, Final 7 is the last time you can play your shot in the dark. Do you think it's new to this season? No. Or they just never mentioned it? I think they mentioned it last season too. But, but you just forgot. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Why would you limit it to the final seven? Well, I guess you don't want it to be at the same time as the idols. Maybe they just don't want it to be random, too random towards the end. Mm. And you don't want too many things happening towards the end. Because like, saying this is the last time for you to play your idol obviously makes you play it. Mm. And then saying that's also the last time for you to play Shot in the Dark means everyone who doesn't have an idol is forced to also play Shot in the Dark. Then what if everyone gets immunity? Which is statistically a low chance, but it can happen. It's still a one in six chance. Yeah, you don't (laughs) risk a multi-million dollar production on a one in six chance, I guess. What I'm reading into Shot in the Dark is it's not really a good advantage to have (laughs) because... Yeah, you get a chance to get immune in that tribal, but you also don't have a vote. So, I think it's okay if you're really just desperate. desperate yeah. yeah, which Sammy wasn't. That's why I don't get it. Yeah, <laughs> or he shouldn't have been at least. Well, we were only shown a small part of the conversations that were happening before the tribal. We're not sure if Carla was getting her way and that Cassidy was actually going to get voted out, or if Sammy was really the target. I think they would have shown that in the edit if Sammy was the target. Sammy basically shot himself in the foot here. <laughs> yeah. 
Although he does have a good point in that, like you said, if you're playing for a million dollars and then you have even a slight thought that it might be you, then you probably play Shot in the Dark. The playing of Shot in the Dark isn't the problem. It's the announcing. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe he didn't mean it to be, but I think everyone thought it was a cocky move. Mm-hmm. Or like, I don't care what, what you think. You're gonna be voting the way I told you to or something like that. Mm-hmm. And everyone looked like it. That I think everyone got insulted, kinda. <laughs> yeah. Right. So yeah, there. And then, well, the people who were immune probably. Oh no, because they were also part of the conversation. So yeah, I think just people got pissed. Yeah, because Carl actually said that that's unfortunate. Oh, so it feels like they. He really wasn't in the chopping block. Yeah. Yeah. By announcing it, you actually say it to those you had talked to previously that you're not going along with their plan. So. <laughs> yeah. Is there a chance he didn't know the rules? Like he thought he needed to say it there? I don't think so. <laughs> okay. Then yeah, there's just no one else to blame. <laughs> we go to the vote and we get a little bit of attention of, of Sammy showing the dice and then will he, won't he, but yeah. He ends up playing it and his Shot in the Dark fails. Then uh, as we already knew, Cody chose correctly. So three people are immune in this vote. But yeah, pretty much we already knew that Sammy's going. <laughs> the only problem with, because I thought I did think it was like people did the role as excited die. Mm-hmm. The only problem with making that a symbolic die is that gives people more reason to doubt if Survivor can rig it. Mm. Right, because if they just wanted to put all fails there, they could. I'm not no one saying they would, right? But even if they wouldn't, right, it gives people the impression that they could cheat it. Yeah. Right? Where if it's a die roll that was on camera, then... I mean, yes, technically they can just like, roll again, don't tell anyone. But... (laughs) But yeah. I mean, that is obviously more risky because then, yeah, that person might squeal. Yeah. But making it scrolls, it makes it so people can rig it. I don't know if that's a thing, if that's even beneficial for Survivor. But just the very fact that we're talking about it now... (laughs) Someone also probably already mentioned this. So yeah. I don't know if that's uh, the move. Because they, they could, you know, do other things to make the die roll. Just for context, it's like, why we were thinking, why would you make it not a die roll? And probably the reason is because people could cheat the die roll by not rolling properly. Like, there's a proper way to roll dice. Like, where, where in yeah. a casino, you're not supposed to do certain things, right? But then it's also maybe harder to enforce, but also it can be enforced. So I don't know. But yeah. Yeah, because there have been advantages like that before. Like there was a kind of 50-50 idol where you flip a coin. And they actually flipped a coin. Yeah, and then the person who flipped it kind of just flipped it once and then it went to the head side. (laughs) Mm. Maybe they don't want the rest to potentially hear the die roll. Mm, Maybe, yeah. So the vote ends up being unanimous for Sammy, which is the third time that it's a unanimous vote for anyone. All as a result of Shot in the Dark. <laughs> wait, wait, sorry. It's the third time... Because... Like ever or... Yeah, ever. Okay, okay. Which is only because of Shot in the Dark because... Oh, wait. So the three times that the vote has been unanimous are all because of Shot in the Dark? Yeah. In the previous season, there were two people early in the game who played their Shot in the Dark and they got voted out unanimously. Did they also announce it? No. <laughs> so... Because, as in, they were the consensus vote 
for their tribe and then and then they played shot in the dark yeah. so it wasn't because shot of shot in the dark it was like they played shot in the dark because of it but right? no because if they hadn't played shot in the dark then it wouldn't be unanimous because they had the vote oh <laughs> okay yeah, yeah yeah so it can't be unanimous because you have your vote yeah okay yeah that made sense <laughs> Other than that, though, have there been... Oh, yeah, there have been a lot of kind of unanimous votes, right? Yeah, there have been like six to one or whatever. Yeah. Were there no unanimous votes because you didn't have your vote for whatever reason? So far, no. That's very interesting. Because there have been like in the idols in this season and then the previous ones where people don't have their vote because they haven't done yeah, yeah, yeah. The, the beware advantage that's yeah. why it's like okay that's curious like why it's I guess it's coincidence <laughs> but yeah so Sammy early on he was kind of playing a good game at least based on what we were shown mm. but yeah good point that it's probably a lack of Life experience. <laughs> yeah, because like it's a lack of patience is what I think. Yeah. Right? Like you you play it safe for how many days is it now? Twenty eight? Twenty-six. Twenty-six days and then on twenty-seventh day. And he kinda said this, like I blind enough. So I'm just gonna tell the truth out of nowhere. Okay. For no yeah. strategic reason, right? Yeah. Which is signaling like he tried to be patient for twenty-six days and on the twenty on the twenty-seventh day, just you know what? I don't care anymore. It's too boring or whatever. Right? <laughs> Which is a, you know, a young person thing to do. Or I got bored of my strategy even though it's working. So I'm just going to try something else for no yeah. reason. Right? It's a, yeah, I think it's an experience mostly. Yeah, it's kind of like he just wanted to make a big move. No, not even a big move. Like a big change yeah. for no reason when whatever you were doing was working. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. So in the next episode preview, we get Cody and Carla talking about uh Final Four deal. Cassidy saying that she wants to vote out Carla. And then Owen saying that he's willing to vote out Gabler. And then there's a mention of a certain plan, which we don't know what it is, but yeah. <laughs> so we still have three idols left that could be played. And there are only six people left. So it's exciting, but at the same time, I'm worried that it might end up like in the final six of Game Changers where someone g- got eliminated without receiving a single vote. Because everyone else was immune. I mean, the normal case, which is the most likely case, is one gets immunity and then three people have idols, which is who? Jesse is holding both of his and Owen's idols and then Carla has an idol. Oh, that's Owen's idol? I mean, Cody. Okay, Cody. Yeah, so it's Cody, Jesse, Carla. Let's say Owen wins. So it's Cassidy and Gabler who are left? Yeah. Oh, Gabler makes it to the final five. <laughs> I mean, that's the most likely scenario, right? Unless Cassidy wins. Yeah. If Gabler wins, it's Cassidy versus Owen, mm-hmm. which is more interesting. But I also think that's going to be just going to be Cassidy. Yeah. So we're kind of sure it's Cassidy next week. Unless it's, anyway, that is the most likely scenario. Unless someone, unless Carla actually plays it for Cassidy, which is not going to happen. Well, she might because Cassidy is kind of becoming a goat. Uh. <laughs> Hopefully, production has learned from the past and they don't introduce an- another advantage that will give someone else immunity. And then, <laughs> I mean, they could. I mean, what's... I guess the, the, the thing wrong with that is there's no vote. No, there's still a vote, but there's no reason to read the votes. That's what I mean. Like, 
it makes it less interesting, but it's also like at least all of you actually earned your spot. But I guess that kind of also happens the episodes after. So yeah, I think I think there's it's better if there's a vote. So yeah, yeah, because it's kind of cheapening the like when this previously happened, the person who went home because everyone else was immune hadn't received a single vote in the game. <laughs> so mm. it's like she was playing a really good game, but she got screwed by too many advantages. <laughs> I do think there's too many idols at yeah. least, right? I think the beads shouldn't have carried over to the main thing. Like, it's only until before the merge and then at the merge introduce like one more idol or something. Yeah. Or maybe two at most, right? Instead of three. And then adding more advantages. Obviously, we, we don't know, but mm-hmm. I, I, that's how I feel. Yeah, because there is a chance that someone will use their idol before the merge, but also why <laughs> yeah well if you think you're in danger but yeah but if you're in danger before the merge you're probably going to be in danger anyway the point is there's just too many idols I think yeah going on idols and advantages and advantages <laughs> right like there could be just one idol yeah which I don't know that lasts just two tribals or, or something like that or you could have one idol and hide that in the separate island that they go to mm. yeah is there an idol that you had to hide after you like is there an idol that you found it and then you have to hide it after one or two tribals because that would be interesting no not not yet survivor that's interesting (laughs) (laughs) but it has to be like clear rules that you can't tell anyone or even hint to anyone about it as in if you don't use it you have to hide it again and then in that way you're kind of passing it to someone else but you're hiding it, but you can't tell anyone else. Yeah. <laughs> and no hints at all. So it's essentially like, just hide it really well. Yeah, I think that would be interesting. Anyway. <laughs> so we have two more episodes. And and there can't be more than two? It can if they have a final two. <laughs> uh, which uh, they did a long time ago, right? Like they did final three for since one. Ever since they started doing Final 3, there have only been two seasons with the Final 2. Oh, they, they have? Yeah. Oh, interesting. I think it's more they were forced to have a Final 2 because people either quit or were met evac. Mm-hmm. Okay, I see. I think that makes sense from production where, okay, Final 3 and then if something goes wrong, we have one more because we go to Final 2. Yeah, that's that sounds like a smart thing. Yeah. So... I really don't understand why Cody and Jesse are still here. <laughs> to be clear, we don't understand why they're both still yeah, here. Yeah, yeah. Right? Someone should be voting for one of them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Because they're clearly running the game. Yeah. I think Jesse's the one who's going. Next episode? Like when someone's going. Oh. <laughs> it's mm. also you want Cody out. Yeah. Because Cody is the one who's going to win. If you had to choose between Cody and Jesse to be up against Final 3, you would want to be against Jesse, right? Mm, Cody is more likable. Is that enough? Based on my inexperience with seasons, I think that's enough. But do you think it's enough? Cody's more likable, but I think if Jesse were to make big moves, which he has to a certain point, I think the the jury would would respect it because... He hasn't done anything to actually piss anyone off other than 
Well, like one or two people. Yeah. I think, yeah. I don't know. Because for me, I'm from old school survivor, I still think that likability is more important in the vote, but I might be wrong. Yeah, these days, jury members aren't really that bitter. In the current jury, I think maybe James is bitter. Yeah, obviously. <laughs> but otherwise, I think they, even if someone stabs you in the back, you actually respect that they did that to you. Because you would have done the same thing. There's still like a 10% of people who are, you know, people act based on emotions. That's normal. So I get yeah. that. <laughs> it's also been technically days for them, right? It's it's not like for us where it's been weeks. Yeah. For them, it's like five days later, right? Yeah. <laughs> so, so there you go. I think one of those three power players, Jesse, Cody, and Carla, has to go home one of them has to go home in the next episode unless they just take out the easy vote out. <laughs> but if you're in that six and you want to actually have a good chance of making it to the end and winning, you have to take out the big threat now. <laughs> but maybe they're just not thinking like that. <laughs> those on top are comfortable and don't, and then those on the bottom are... Like, Gabler is talking about taking out one of Jesse and Cody, but he hasn't acted on it. So from what it looks he's acting on it next week so maybe that is the, just the timing so we'll see yeah <laughs> thank you for listening to Overanalyzing Survivor thank you as well to T4C Studios and podcasteditors.online for making this podcast possible if we may ask for a small favor Please share this podcast with your friends and family when you get the chance. It goes a long way in helping the show grow and is greatly appreciated. So, once again, this has been your residence reverend Matt. And your I'm not bitter JR. We'll see you again in the next episode. In the meantime, grab your torches and head back to camp.